1: and what you don't know about what your pets might be thinking. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started.
0: Hey, do you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie.
1: Welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian Greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A dot com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. How many of you have
2: pets?
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. The first feeder of its kind, the Flop Trow, was invented by a pup mom looking for a better way to feed her pug who struggled eating from traditional feeders. The Flop Trow was changing the way that to feed our pets because it was designed to help solve feeding issues that us pet parents had with other bowls, So today we welcome the founder of Flap Trout, Debra Mastic. Thank you, Deborah, for like heading off so many issues that us pet parents have with feeding our pets. Thank you and welcome to the Doggy Diva Show. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and about what was your inspiration in creating the Flap Trout?
3: Yeah, so uh, Porkchop is a pug, and of course he has a flat face, and he's always struggled to eat from traditional pet bowls, especially as he got older. Um, And then he got vestibular disease, uh, which is a disturbance in the inner ear that can impact balance. And he started having a permanent head tilt from this disease, and it made him nearly imp- it made it nearly impossible for him to even eat from a dog bowl, even though eating is like his favorite thing to do. Uh, so I would watch him eat, and I would be like, "There, there's got to be some better way to feed him." And I tried nearly like every elevated bowl on the market, but nothing really worked for him. So that's when I came up with the idea of the fluff trough. And um, I made the first version on it on a 3D printer. And then I tested it with him and it like changed the game for him. Like instantly he was able to eat. He was much happier. And I showed the prototype I made to some other pug parents and they saw the value in the design immediately.
1: Well, and I know that pugs, they have the the little smoosh nose and things like that. Did it affect... And enhance the way that he ate that uh, from that aspect too?
3: Yes. So um, with the Fluff Trough, it has uh, an open front design and it has a higher sides and back. So flat-faced pets actually use their mouth like a shovel um, to eat. So the higher back uh, actually supports their natural eating motion of sh- uh, helping them shovel the food in their mouth. and. A lot of, um, like, uh, traditional dog bowls, when they go to eat, the food just kind of pushes out, like, the back of the bowl and goes on the floor. But with the fluff trough and its higher back, um, it actually keeps the food in the bowl and helps uh, get the food in their mouths easier.
1: Well, and you know, Deborah, the fluff trough is beneficial for, like, dogs that have the, the, the snouts, the small pushed-in snouts, like, probably a Frenchie as well and things like that. But... It's also beneficial for other animals and even other not only other breeds but other animals. And well, can you tell us a little bit about that?
3: Yeah. So originally, um,
1: when I released the fluff trough,
3: it was mostly pugs and other flat-faced dogs like Frenchies using it because that was just kind of my network I had been sharing it with. But what's interesting is someone would buy a fluff trough for their pug, and then they found the other dogs um, in the household only wanted to eat from the fluff trough bowl. So eventually, um, people buy a fluff trough for every pet, and now we have two sizes, which is really nice. We have the standard fluff trough for small to medium-sized dogs, um, and then the fluff trough XL for larger breeds. And we've even found that cats um, like eating from the fluff trough because it reduces uh Whisker fatigue. So, because it has a wide surface area, the cat's whiskers are not pressing against the bowl when they eat.
1: Very interesting. Now, for pets that have maybe health issues, will the fluff trough help them with their ability to eat where other traditional bowls may not?
3: Yeah, it actually does help with a, a lot of issues. Um, we found it, it's really helpful. It's really helpful for senior pets um, to begin with just because of the the more ergonomic um, eating position. Uh, But we find it also helps with a lot of pets that have IVDD, uh, which is a spinal issue. It helps with pets with neurological issues, uh, cleft palates, collapsed tracheas, um, any esophagus issues. Uh, Pets that are blind, it really helps them uh, find the food and, you know, stay in the trough area when they're eating uh, pets with underbites or missing teeth, um, as well as the, the long tongues, just because of the, the open front design and the higher back that just helps them scoop food in their mouth instead of going on the floor.
1: It has this beautiful silicone insert. Is it not only for like a kibble type, but people who use wet food or like a raw diet also use it?
3: Yes. So the Fluff comes with a FDA silicone
1: insert. Um,
3: and it's also microwavable and dishwasher safe. Uh, and you can use kibble or raw or um, wet food. Uh, FDE silicone is non-porous, so it is safe for raw foods.
1: That's great. And that was my next question was going to be the care for it because it's I know it's dishwasher safe and it's easy to care for. Um, the insert goes into a plastic, which is what actually holds it. Uh, everything's very easy to care for. Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah,
3: so uh, the fluff trough comes with a uh, plastic base, and we recommend uh, you set it against the wall just for additional support. So when your pet eats, they can't like slide the bowl around the floor, and it's just uh, secure against the wall. And it comes with a FDA silicone insert, and we just recommend you know you can just put the food in the insert and set the insert in the base. And when your pet is done eating, you can either hand wash it or throw it in the dishwasher. Um, and we also have different inserts available. There's a stainless steel uh, water bowl insert and a slow feeder insert, which we call a bench blocker. So, uh, depending on your pet's needs, there are different types of inserts available.
1: Oh, that's so fantastic! You've done so much research. It's just, it, and it's, and it's a beautiful item. As I'm saying, it's a beautiful item. They can be customized, correct, to have your pet's name on them or their face or something.
3: Yeah, so the base uh is you can we will uh you can pick the font style, um, the color and most people put their pet's nickname on there. Um you can also get a picture of your uh pet's face put on there. We now have a bling trough where we have uh, it covered in this um beautiful in beautiful rhinestones and it's really shiny. Uh <laughs> And some people just get their fluff troughs and they like to decorate it on their own. So they'll paint it or put stickers on it. Uh, So it's really fun what you can do with it.
1: To be totally transparent, we have ours and we love it, and we had Olive's and Miss Olive's name put on it. So, well, Deborah, thank you so much for being our guest and sharing the amazing fluff trap with our listeners. And to be totally transparent, my co-host Miss Olive is one of those dogs that truly benefits from her trap plop. She has no teeth, she has an elongated tongue, she has severe neck and back issues. And she loves her beautiful pink personalized Miss Olive fluff trough. She loves it so much that she's featuring it as one of her Miss Olive's favorite things, which will be featured in the holiday issue of Suncoast Pet Magazine. So she re- And you also, Deborah, I have to be honest, you helped me because in order to feed Olive before I got this, I actually had to hold her bowls at a certain height because of her neck and her back issues have gotten so bad. She's old. She's 14 now and she has three legs so it's hard for her to balance so you're a godsend to us and I want to make sure that I share this with all of our listeners because I'm sure there's a number of senior pet parents out there or pets that have maybe a little bit of challenges eating out of a traditional bowl so uh, Miss Olive gives you the three paws up if she had four she'd give you four paws up
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much to you and Miss Olive. Um, We're so happy to hear that. It's the most common feedback we do get from our customers is the bowl is life-changing and Mm -hmm. it's the best purchase they've ever made for their pet. So I'm so happy
1: to hear that. Thank you. And thank you so much for being our guest. And again, want to give out your website one more time for the listeners? Yes, thank you. It's www.flufftrough.com. I thank you very much. And you have a great holiday season. Thank you so much, Susan. We'll be back in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Susan Marie and Miss Olive here to introduce Miss Olive's third book in the Doggy Diva Diaries, the trilogy of heartwarming and inspirational stories about Miss Olive, a lonely little rescue pup hoping to find her forever family and friends and a life filled with love. In the third book in the series, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Winter Wonderland, Miss Olive wonders about the true meaning of the holidays, and she discovers that the greatest gift of all is the joy of giving and sharing love and kindness with her forever family and friends. Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Winter Wonderland is available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, other book retailers, and on our website the Miss Olive and I are wishing you all a happy holiday season filled with kindness, joy, and love. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, have you ever wondered what your pet's thinking? We have the answer. Stay tuned. For
4: those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, The death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. Many times this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends, leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet. And I love you still. A Thoughtful Guide and Remembrance Journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers.
0: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. 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 (laughs) PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back everyone to the Doggy Diva Show. Lisa Silverman, also known as the Decorator Guru, is an intuitive and is a designer who in her 18 years has intuitively tuned into her clients' needs and design styles using feng shui, space clearing, energy clearing, and much more to enhance the energy, value, and attraction of their home. I first learned about Lisa while reading the amazing book, Tyson's Gift, and then I interviewed the author, Brandon Wainwright. Brandon contacted Lisa for her intuitive gift. According to Brandon, Lisa communicated with his beloved dog, Tyson, very accurately, so much so it helped him get that closure that he was seeking after Tyson had passed. And Brandon encouraged me to contact Lisa and thought that you, our listeners, may want to learn more about and meet Lisa themselves because of her amazing gift. So with no further ado, I have invited Lisa to our show. She is our guest today, and we are so happy to have her with us. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you so much.
5: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This is such a honor. I appreciate it so much. Thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. It's an honor to have you. I feel like that I already know you. But can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself for those who may not understand um, quite what, what you do in your profession as a decorator and also how you communicate with, with our beloved pets or our loved ones? Sure. Thank you so much.
5: Well, I've been an interior designer for about 18 years, and um, it started when I bought a house that was very depressed and it needed a lot of love. And when I finished the house and it, it came out very beautiful and my friends encouraged me to do this for a living. So I birthed the house, and then I started my interior design business because people loved my work. I never went to professional training for it, even though I've studied a lot of design, so I use my intuition, and um, I have the gift of seeing the design completed prior to implementing all the ideas. So then I bring the completed design in my mind with options for the clients to choose from, and um, I use feng shui, energy healing, and chi to make the space feel amazing. And functional for the client.
0: That's
1: amazing. Now, when did you discover your intuitive gift for communicating with?
5: Well, I was born this way. I'm an empath. And so I've always been sensitive. You know, um, I could feel more than the average. I would get homesick at camp. I was just always very sensitive. So I grew up in a small Town, we developed it in California on the water. I lived on the water, so there was a lot of ducks and birds. And I had a dog when I was four, and I always knew what my dog Silver was thinking. And my dad and and I would save ducks and birds and put them in the bathtub overnight (laughs) to find the mother. You know, the next morning, Um, and my dad was like, "You are Doctor Doodle. You can talk to the animals (laughs) everywhere." Okay. So I don't remember not knowing that part of myself, you know, um, and then as I got older and um, kind of, you know, plowed through life and then was kicked out of the spiritual closet, if you will, um, then I've been able to talk to animals for other people as well as, you know, my loved ones, animals that had passed
1: now for those that don't know what what and in fact when I found out I thought this was kind of it's kind of funny your story actually it's 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 a great story I would make a great sitcom actually so could you tell us yeah, what sure. being because it was an amazing way that it happened that you as you say got kicked out of the spiritual closet
5: sure well um again you know uh first of all I had a I'll, I'm gonna rewind back to when I was about eight I um, lost my dad's father and my mom's grandmother on the same weekend, um, which was very interesting. Mm -hmm. And I was close to my great grandmother so much. So, um, she came to me when I was eight and always stayed with me as a swoosh in between my, my soul. I would feel her about seven times a year. So I knew that it was my mom, Sophie coming to me. Um, and then fast forward, I mean, there's so many things we can talk about. But mm-hmm. fast forward, you want me to talk about how I got kicked up?
1: Yeah, the causes. mall story. Okay. I think that's amazing.
5: Yeah. So, um, like I said, I've always been able to see, feel, and hear my loved ones have passed away. I lost a best friend in my 30s. My grandparents would come to me, and I thought it was kind of normal that you could hear your loved ones. So this one particular day, my iPhone broke, and I wasn't in a great mood, and I went to the mall, and I never go to the mall, to the Apple store. I go to another one. But this particular day, I'm drawn to go to the mall. I go to the mall. I walk in. It's like 11 in the morning, and I hear this, hey, you, and I'm looking around, and there's nobody there. And so I'm like, this is weird. And then I hear, hey, you, I'm talking to you. Very assertive. And I'm like, uh, is this of camera? Nobody's around here. And I'm looking around like, this is a joke. And then he says, Lisa. And I said, yes. And he said, I'm, you're going to the Apple store. I need you to talk to my daughter. So I'm like getting all these downloads, this, this voice is a man that had passed away, and I don't know him. And so he said, Lisa, you're a psychic medium, anytime, place, anywhere, you've got this. And so I said, okay. And he said, just follow my lead, and go, to the, go in, and go to the Genius Bar, and she'll come. And when she mentions loss, that's when you mention me, and that's when you say you're a psychic medium. So this darling girl comes over, and she we start talking. I tell her about my phone situation. She's like, no problem. I'll get it fixed for you. And then she mentions loss. There was a lot of loss in celebrity that year and uh, in the celebrity world. And so um, I said, as a matter of fact, because her father, who was talking to me, had said he had died 18 months ago, and blah, blah, blah. And so I said, as a matter of fact, did your father pass away about 18 months ago? And she said, yes. And then he's telling me in my my head, you tell her right now you're a psychic medium anytime, any place and where you got this. And I said, because I'm a psychic medium. And it was the first time I said it out loud and that I really owned it. And um, he told me his name was Joe. His dad was Joseph and his son was Joey the third. And he did not go by Joseph, make sure to call him Joe. And so um, she, I am mentioning these things to her and she starts crying. And then I ask. he apologizes for the divorce and um, that he is sorry that he left so soon and he passed two weeks after his mother which was very interesting Mm -hmm. so this poor girl had such a (laughs) significant loss at once and he said my mom would not have been handled would have not been able to handle had I had gone first, but we're together. And then he shows, I, I asked him, where is he from?" And then he shows me the New York skyline because I see feeling here with pictures, movies, sounds, feelings. So he shows me the skyline, and I'm like, "Oh, he's a New Yorker." And she said yes." and then, he, then it's, you know, swag came out and even more and he was italian and he liked to dance and he loved his italian food and um he showed me little italy and then i asked him how do you communicate cuz he's like don't make sure you tell her i haven't missed anything that i haven't missed her wedding i was there and all these significant milestones that she had um in just that 18 months and i said well how do you communicate with her to let her know that you're around her and he said I leave pennies all over and I'm like oh okay that's random and so I said by any chance do you find pennies in your car in your slippers on the middle of the floor and uh, tucked away in odd places and she said yes I said well that's your dad well she starts crying she could identify (laughs) with that and then he starts singing pennies, pennies from heaven, and I sing, which I'm not a great singer. I sing to her, and she starts crying because he sang that song to her all the time as a child. So he, Joe, is how I got kicked out of the spiritual closet to be able to channel and read pets and loved ones for other people.
1: Well, I'm telling you, you have an amazing gift. And as I said, I find out, out about your gift through Brandon Wainwright who came on this this show as our guest and he was promoting his book. Yes. Tyson's gift. And he had, Mm -hmm. he was very open, very honest, very passionate about going on this journey and he had talked about you. And so I was like Mm -hmm. listening and I'm going, Oh, it's kind of interesting. And so, but he felt that you helped him, to heal and kind of close that gap that he was looking for when Tyson passed over. I want to ask you, Mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit about animal communication and kind of like how it benefits the pet parents and the pets?
5: Sure. Well, Brandon is um, a lovely human being. He's a police officer and he was a skeptic and, um, So he was referred to me by, by somebody and um, his relatives came through first and Tyson was sitting, waiting patiently in the, in the room, like saving the best for last, if you will, um, because I channeled his grandma and aunt, stuff like that. So um,
1: he was blown away by that too. He, it says so in the book and he told us on the show. (laughs) Oh, he did. Mm -hmm.
5: Yeah, he was. It was so beautiful. And Tyson was just like a firecracker and full of energy and stuff, so Tyson came through uh I'll just start with him if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Tyson came through and told me that his his leg hurt most of his life, like his back right hip hurt so much, so I'm like, oh wow, he's telling me that he suffered from a problem he had like a limp, and that was true and um he he shared Tyson loved. Brandon so much, and he also loved Brandon's wife so much. But Tyson came to Brandon through his wife, and but yet Brandon was Tyson's soulmate, you know. So, yeah, his wife brought Brandon
1: into their family, and he ended up being Brandon's like heart dog.
5: Yeah, he brought, Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. She brought Tyson into the family, and Mm -hmm. he ended up really bonding with Brandon after, you know, test after test after test.
1: No, you will love Um, me. You will love me. (laughs) Yep.
5: And he was so in love with him. And um, Brandon just, you know, I helped, in a a way, ignite his spiritual quest and journey. And he's doing amazing things now.
1: He is. He is. Now... Do you communicate with pets that only have past or do you communicate with pets that are with us now? Like those that oh, may have both. health problems or, or wanna eat more cookies or less apples yeah, or something? Absolutely.
5: Um, recently I was with a childhood friend who I hadn't seen in many, many years, and she had a dog named Cooper. And so and I've always animals love me and I love animals. I've always been that way. But Cooper happened to be very kind of timid, and I thought that's unusual because dogs usually really love me. But And I've noticed that when dogs are timid towards me, they know that I can talk for them. So he wouldn't come to me very easily, and then I said, come on, Cooper, you're okay. And then he finally looked at me in the eyes, and then he just literally rolled over on his back and let me rub his belly. (laughs) And he was a rescue, and he told me his whole entire story about he was found on the street. I didn't know anything about Cooper, um, how he was found on the street, and, but he's not a street dog. He was a He's a very sophisticated prince. He said, I'm not a street dog, and I'm very sophisticated. I eat my food very slowly, and I savor every bite, and... I was like, that's interesting. He said, I have a lot of anxiety and I get nervous and I need you to tell my mommy that I need something to calm down. And so I said, okay, because he has like this internal dialogue going of anxiety. So I, and then as I'm talking to him, back to being like a prince, he crosses his paws over each other in a very sophisticated Prince way. (laughs) And he told me that he needed something to calm down. So I said, would you like some CBD? Would that be good for you? And he said, yes, please tell my mom about the CBD. So I said, okay. And I told her and, and I, shared what he was telling me, and everything was true. He was found with four dogs. He was about four months old. He's very refined. He's not a street dog. He was, like, insulted that he was ever on the street, you know, and so grateful that he was found by them and so loved, and she got him on the CBD, and he's a total different dog.
1: I think that's amazing, and... We'll get into something later on that I want to share with the listeners about about you. But now, if pet parents want to meet with you, I mean, you're in California, and if they want to meet with you, do they have to meet with you face-to-face? Can you do it over the phone? Can you do it over Zoom? Because I'm sure that there are people who are listening to this show that are like going, oh my goodness, this is someone who I'd love to talk to. Oh,
5: thank you. I do it all over the world on Zoom or on the phone. I love Zoom past year and a half, that's all I've been doing is zooming, zooming, zooming. <laughs> um, I talk to pets that are living and pets that have crossed over. Um, the messages are always about love and gratitude for sure. Uh, and then the details that come through are kind of mind-blowing. I'm always mind-blown about the details that come through in the sessions. So they can reach me um, at spirits are talking.com. And I do Zoom sessions or phone. I like Zoom because I like to see the person, but I don't have to. Energy knows no bounds or walls. So it doesn't matter if we're in Australia or Canada or Florida or New York. And um, that's how I I do it. And in person if you're in California.
1: (laughs) Well... I, well, number one, I want to thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you for taking the time. I know that you're really busy, but I felt that it was really important for the listeners to to know about you. They did hear about you when I had interviewed Brandon. And from there, I want to be totally transparent that I did contact you, and you and I did speak. And I normally don't encourage readers to do anything with my dogs. And of course, a lot of my dogs are very... they're a, on the internet, They're, they've been around. I've been doing this for 18 years, so people would know about it. But mm-hmm. you talked about, and we won't get into him, but you talked about someone who no one would know about. and Well, there would be people who know about it, but not to the extent you knew, and knew things about him uh, that nobody knew. In fact, when I shared what you told me with my husband, who was like, kind of Brandon he's a little skeptical but he hears things like that I bring in or that I tell him that people say he literally it was a jaw-dropping moment so I'm telling you listeners that Lisa shared something with me she we talked about all of my um you know a number of them wanted to come through and it's interesting because we were on zoom and I have a deaf and almost totally blind dog and another dog that's deaf and they came in and sat I brought in a bed, I had to put it on the floor, I don't know if you remember this, because they all came in, and they're like going, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, 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 I have to say, I'm going, what are they doing? And you said they all want to talk, and they were telling you things, and then through them, other people, all other ones, other pets came through, and you were sharing information with me that... Not that people don't know about Sophia, about Olive, about Francesca, and I had a greyhound um, style. And there were a number of pets that I've had since I've been on the air, and we do a lot of fostering, and we do rescuing. But there was one pet that—it was actually the first pet that my husband and I adopted, my dog, um, William, that you—he was— standing in the background going no no wait and he was a very proper gentleman very quiet and that's what he was like he never barked the entire time we had him but he was just an extremely gentle man beautiful soul very beautiful and i ended up after we talked because he came out of nowhere i sent you his picture (laughs) and i think you understand in the reading what came out why he came out that, in that way. So I thank you very much. I thank you for sharing things with me because you helped me to bring closure on things. I didn't even know I needed closure on that, that you helped my heart. You helped my spirit. And I thank you. I thank you you so very much. And not only are you a great decorator (laughs) because I've seen your work. I went on your website. I see everything that you do. You do so much. And I know you bring a lot of peace to a lot of people. So I just wanted to share that with everyone today because I know there was an interest in you from when Brandon came on. And of course, anyone that read Brandon's book, which is Tyson's gift, you, you, he, he you, you changed his life. So. I just want to tell you, you certainly enhanced mine, opened my eyes to some things that I wasn't even aware of, and brought attention to things that I didn't even think anyone would ever pick up on, who nobody could know about. So, Lisa, can you give out your contact information again? Because I think, whether it's pets that are here, because you did give me some advice for a couple of my pets that are living in the house right now, a couple of my dogs, which I actually talked to my vet about one of them, and we're actually trying out, and um, and it seems oh, to be helping. That's great. Yeah, great. And, I love hearing that. Yes, and Thank then you of so course much. the ones that have passed over, there were things that you brought out, and also some closure that I didn't even know was sitting there that I got to clo- on some of my pets that have passed. So, what is your contact information? How would someone make an appointment with you?
5: You can go to either DecoratorGuru.com, which is D-E-C-O-R-A-T-O-R-G-U-R-U.com, or SpiritsAreTalking.com, S-P-I-R-I-T-S-A-R-E-T-A-L-K-I-N-G.com. It's the same. It merges into the same website, and you can book online there um for your pets I really, first of all I think you're amazing what you mm-hmm. do is so incredible that you save so many beautiful animals mm-hmm. and um that you have such a open and strong heart to take in these beautiful rescue animals that unfortunately some other people might not and they're so lucky to have had you and have you and will continue to have you in their life I think you're really
1: special. Oh, thank you so much that you're bringing tears to my eyes. And I know you're, you're very special too. So I hope that the listeners, anyone who's looking to learn more about their what's going on in their little pet's mind right now, or if you're looking for closure on someone that's, and whether it be a dog person or an animal, whatever, Lisa is the real deal. She walks the walk, she talks the talk, and I'm telling you, she just, <laughs> knew something about one of my dogs that no one knew about so i thank you so much thank, thank you. you for being on our show i know you're really busy i appreciate it and i hope that we get to talk we'll talk offline soon i hope too so thank you so very much definitely Lisa. thank, thank a blessing. you so much susan you take care okay. much gratitude and love i appreciate it so much thank you so much we'll be back in just a moment. thank you
2: Let's talk pets. Let's
0: talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet
1: we would like to thank our guests this week and also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, Please have a great Diva Week, everyone.
0: That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggiediva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and the Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon.